The UK government has made it clearer than ever before that it is willing to leave the EU with no deal come 31st of October this year. Boris Johnson and his new government seem willing to take any steps to ensure this is the case, but leaving the EU without any arrangements in place throws up a plethora of issues, not least what will happen to employment rights post-Brexit. Much of what guides UK legislation in this area over the last 30 years has come from EU directives and legislation much of which could potentially become irrelevant in future should the government wish to change the rules. Donna Martin, Head of Employment Immigration Law at Mackerel Turner Garrett, joins me today to consider what the future may look like if no deal is agreed. So, hi Donna. Um, With the prospect of a no-deal Brexit seeming more and more likely, what are likely to be the immediate impact on UK workers' rights? So the government states that in order to ensure a smooth transition, a number of employment rights will remain unchanged. For example, the rights to holiday pay, rest breaks, annual leave, maternity and paternity leave, protection from discrimination and harassment based upon sex, age, disability, sexual orientation, religion or belief, and race or ethnic origin in the workplace, the protection of workers' rights where there is a tubi transfer, protection of part-time agency and young workers' rights, and also the protection and consultation rights for workers, including for collective redundancies. So what rights could be at risk which were created under the EU's guidance? There are a number of likely targets that have been identified by employer associations and business groups as ripe for amendment. These include agency worker protection, so that was the right of agency workers to the same working conditions, including pay and annual leave, as permanent staff after 12 weeks, as it's not popular with some employers. Limiting awards for discrimination, and this would be by way of introducing a cap, which is not currently allowed under EU legislation, similar to that we currently see for unfair dismissal. Tupi, and in particular, the need to provide more opportunities for transferee employers to harmonise employee terms and conditions after a relevant transfer, holiday pay pay claims during sickness, the current entitlement of workers on long-term sick leave to carry over unused holiday leave into another holiday leave year, and the exclusion of commission and overtime from the calculation of holiday pay, and collective redundancy consultation so the removal of employer obligations on EU-based rights from information and consulting regulations. The trade unions, we expect, would strongly oppose any changes in this area. So what should overseas EU workers in the UK be concerned about, and do you think it will limit the ability of new workers to come to the UK? If the UK leaves the EU without a deal, then the free movement of people will stop on EU exit day, the date the UK leaves the EU. In this scenario, the registration process will look as follows. To protect their resident status, EU nationals must register for settled or pre-settled status by no later than 31st of December 2020. Only those EU nationals who have been resident in the UK by EU exit day will be eligible to apply for settled or pre-settled status. EU nationals who arrive after 29th of March but before 31st of December 2020 will be able to enter the UK by showing their ID card or passport. They are then able to stay for three months. If they wish to stay longer, they will need to apply to the Home Office for leave to remain. 
within the initial three months of residence. Such leave to remain, if granted, will be for 36 months and will include permission to work and study. UK employers and landlords can continue to accept EU passports and national ID cards as proof of entitlement to work and rent until 31st of December 2020. EU nationals who arrive in the UK after 31st of December 2020 will be subject to new UK immigration rules. Okay, great. Thanks, Donna. And as usual, if you want to contact Donna about any of these issues, um, visit the Mackerel's website, um, details of which are in the editor's notes accompanying this podcast. Donna, thank you. Thank you.